Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Hammer Time 1987 podcast. The country is in a recession. Joe Biden looks like he's on his way out. The royal family has been pegged. And helping me figure all of this out is none other than the man himself, Garrick Wright. Well, I, I disagree with something you said. We are not in a recession. <laughs> and even well, if we were, it doesn't matter. <laughs> That's right. We'll talk about that. Okay. <laughs> we'll talk about that. Yes, friends, uh, we'll be talking about whether we're in a recession or not. Uh, Garrick, we got a full schedule here. The, the topics I just mentioned, we've got elections in Arizona and Kansas, DeSantis, Trump, monkeypox, mm-hmm. golf, Alex Jones, Nancy Pelosi, but Dick Cheney just goes on and on and on. Yeah, all the, uh, the good, the bad, and the ugly. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes well, all in one. Yeah. Garrick, let's start with monkeypox. <laughs> <laughs> i get this out of the way. Get I this guess. out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> let's just start off with this. It's a disease similar to uh, smallpox in the family of chickenpox and so forth. It's a disease that spreads primarily through the homosexual male community. <laughs> yes. Mostly through skin-to-skin contact. And case, cases have been allegedly exploding everywhere. So one of our questions actually comes from one of our listeners in Tonawanda. He wants to know, don't you think that the government should tell gay men to stop having sex for the benefit of all of us and for the benefit of the community? That would be awesome <laughs> to hear such a thing. Uh, <laughs> you know, obviously I think that, that makes sense, but yeah, that... I wasn't around for the uh, AIDS, you know, when AIDS came about, so I don't know, but I don't even think they suggested that back then. Um, so I, <clears throat> I, I, I mean, that's just simply not going to happen, uh, but it would be something to hear <laughs> Gavin Newsom say, yeah, uh, hold off on the gay orgies for a couple weeks. <laughs> Stay home and save lives. Yeah, I mean, that would, that would be something. Yeah. <laughs> Can you, are they, so I guess New York State and I think the federal government has also declared this a uh, public health emergency. Are they really trying this whole pandemic thing again with monkeypox? Uh, I mean, I, that must be what it is because it's not, you know, it, it's simply not. It, it's pr- primarily spread through anal sex. Um, <laughs> you know, another reason the anal sex should be banned. Yeah, well, it's uh, it's one of those things I never thought I'd agree with, but now here, you know, seeing how far this goes, yeah, maybe it maybe it should be. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, ninety eight percent of uh, the cases are gay men, and. Uh, yeah, so I, I would, but I'm guessing that they're they're probably trying to get more vaccines in people. Yeah, I think that basically yeah. they're trying to, you know, fill people with poison and kill off you mm. know de- depopulation. So I think there's that. I'm not really sure that they're going to be able to pull the whole lockdown thing again. Right. Um, at least I would hope not. I don't know. Here in New York, it, 
I, I just see idiots everywhere I go, so <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure that anybody would actually um, fight back against it. But I'm, I'm thinking in most of the country, people wouldn't go through with that crap again. So yeah. Yeah. maybe yeah. they're just going to try to see how many vaccines they can scare people into getting. That might be right. Yeah, it, it, To me, it's the boy who cried wolf. I mean, they can't keep going to the... A pandemic and shut down or this is serious it's just it's just too much yeah so i mean it's a hoax yeah <laughs> oh derek monkeypox is a serious issue i went to wegmans today i saw you know people wearing masks i'm like oh you fucking loser <laughs> <laughs> I, tell, tell me you watch cnn without telling me you watch cnn yeah seriously <laughs> <clears throat> all right well Monkeypox, maybe the royal family, particularly Prince William, might have some things to worry about if uh, it's spread through anal sex, although his type of anal sex is a little bit different. There was a story, a rumor, I should point out a rumor, in the British press that Prince William is having an affair with, um, what's the wife's name again, Kate? Kate Middleton. Kate Middleton, one of Kate Middleton's friends. And the gist of the affair is that the friend, who is a woman, uh, wears a strap-on, plastic dildo and enjoys taking Prince William up the butt and the reason that he doesn't do this with his wife is because Kate Middleton is too proper and wouldn't want to do something so perverted and she's okay with adultery then I don't know I, does she know about the affair I'm not sure I didn't follow that well, she must know if we know <laughs> <laughs> so let's just assume that this is true Garrick um, <laughs> I mean, what do we do with this? Is this would you say that Prince William is gay? I think he's. I think in that case, he's just weird, like everybody else who's in power. Um, you know, his, <clears throat> Prince Andrew is. Uh, I don't know if there's any actual relation. I, I have no idea how these idiots are all related, <laughs> but yeah, you, know, you hear things like, "Oh, Earl of." Of sandwich and and Duchess of <laughs> of corduroy. I, you know, I, I don't know. Like, I, I have no. Do, do, are all these people related? I have no idea what the fuck any of those means. <laughs> but anyway, um, you know, it would just mean that he's he's weird, which we kind of already would be surprised if he wasn't. Right. Um, his brother is insane. Yeah. Um, you know, I, the whole royal family thing is kind of a ridiculous institution. Uh, they don't have any power. Uh, right. You know, it's, I, I don't even really know what the point of the whole thing is. So, <laughs> I, you know, if, if he wants yeah. to take it with a strap on it, I say go for it. He's not going to get monkey pox that way, so that's a nice thing. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah, well, it's it's certainly scandalous, and um, I don't. I mean, obviously the situation is the same. But let's say you had a coworker, and rumors came out that this coworker of yours was taking it in the ass from someone who was wearing a dildo. I mean, how do you? But do you say you sort of pretend like you didn't hear it? Do you sort of say, "Hey, buddy, anything you want to tell me about?" You know, like how do you do you look? How do you look at that person differently? Oh, that's an inch. Well. I guess I would look at them differently. Uh, <laughs> uh, 
Well, yeah, yeah I, at my last job, I had that um, guy that uh, found out he was into swinging, so, you know, he would go to sex parties. Right. Again, back to the whole monkeypox thing. Um, I don't know if he ever, you know, was with other men, but, you know, it's... He was, he was a nudist, he was uh, into sex parties, and... Um, you know, I looked at him differently okay. from that moment on, and so yeah, if I yeah, if I just had a regular uh, cordial coworker relationship, and then found out that person, well, I am assuming we're talking about a man, you know, likes right. uh, pegging. Yeah, I'd probably be like, huh? Well, I don't think I can golf with you. Until know? <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, oh, Garrick, you gotta try it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, I'm worried that uh, yeah, he'll try to he'll try to convert me, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm worried that I'll give up. A... <laughs> <laughs> what does that say about you, Garrick? Because <laughs> anybody can be tempted into anything. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's move on to something less perverted, but still perverted. Garrick, it looks like the dam is finally broken. Uh, Chuck Schumer was asked. Would he support Joe Biden again? And his response was very short. It basically was, well, if he runs again, I'll support him. And Joe <laughs> Manchin wouldn't make it. And Stacey Abrams was backing off. You've started, uh, the Washington Post had an editorial begging Joe Biden to resign before the midterms. Oh, wow. Uh, it looks like old Joe is finally going to be pushed out. We've been talking about it for the better part of the last year and a half. Mm-hmm. I still, I still don't see it happening because they who are they going to replace him with? That's the problem. But what do you think? Maybe do you think because you've heard these stories that it's more likely to happen now? Well, he might just be getting. It might be getting to the point that he just can't be handled anymore. Oh yeah, um, is what I'm thinking. Um, you know, I, I think it was pretty obvious that <clears throat> his time was limited. Uh, when they chose him, right. and you know, the, of course, they have he has handlers, and they, you know, the media will cover for him. But um, I suppose there was always the hope to get him through one term uh, fully. I I can't imagine that anybody ever thought he would actually run for a second term. I mean, <laughs> it's, it was ridiculous, uh, right. and so. Yeah, I never really considered that, but, you know, I think that the hope was to get them through one term. If they can't do that, maybe get them through the midterms. Um, you know, they put Kamala Harris on, you know, it's, she's, I, I guess, I, I was going to say she's the, she's a, like the dream virtue signaling of the left, She's not really, because she's not actually black. Right. <laughs> what is she, Dominican or something? I don't know. Yeah, it's Jamaican or something, yeah. Yeah, and she, and it turns out she, she's simply, she just doesn't know how to do this. Right. Uh, you know, it, <laughs> right. it's, I can't imagine that she would be president, um, actually run for president. Uh, she might have to step in if Joe has to resign, and that's, that's the go-to, but 
Um, yeah, it doesn't surprise me that they want to give her some, you know, the the glory day and say, hey, we we put the uh, first woman in. Yeah, and it's just, maybe they'll do that. She's just so dumb. She really is. It's just, and everyone can see it. They can't really hide it. Like, you can't hide Biden's oldness and his sort of dementia. And you can't really hide Kamala Harris' moronic. Moronacy? Is that a word? <laughs> or just her, her just general lack of ability. It's just... Yeah, you know. she, she, she spews word salad. <laughs> yeah. She has absolutely... She, she's not... They're not preparing her for any... In any traditional way for <clears throat> typical questions. Granted, the question... Yeah, they have a horrible record. They have no... There's no logical reason to do what they're doing except, you know, to destroy the country. <laughs> so it's, right. um, it, it's difficult. But even even with uh, a media that sucks up to them, it, it's uh, you, you would think that there would be some basic responses and you know to questions that. She just can't do it. It's just, oh, it's just like the White House press secretary, frankly. Yeah. <laughs> you know, she, Jen Psaki, she, she looked like an idiot. And then this new lady makes Jen Psaki looks, look like a genius. So <laughs> right. I, I, I don't know what to say. Um, everybody says, you know, Gavin Newsom, oh, he couldn't get elected anywhere but California. To me, he's a much He's much better at this whole political <laughs> thing than any of them are. Oh, sure. Um, and he's, you know, pretty good-looking guy. And, right. okay, he's white and he's straight, although I could see him doing pegging. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, to me, he's, in the traditional sense, the he's the best politician that they have on the left. Um, but that's just me. A lot of people don't agree with me um, when it comes to politics, which is why we're in the state we're in. (laughs) (laughs) Garrick Wright endorsing Gavin Newsom. Maybe that's breaking news here on the podcast. Uh, If I were consulting them, (laughs) yes. Yes, I would. Well, some people said if Biden is really going, what you'll see is the deep state slash the media start to leak stories about coming after Hunter Biden. You know, Biden, you know, Hunter Biden is going to be indicted or we're going to start investigating. And that's sort of the way people think how they're going to get Biden out is they're going to go to him and say, listen, you're not running again because if you do, we're going after your family. And that'll convince Biden to get out. Possibly. I, it seems odd to me that they would even have to convince Biden. I, I just assume that they tell him what to do. <laughs> yeah. Um, right. I'm not even sure that you could put a bowl of oatmeal in front of him. I'm not sure he would know what it is. <laughs> uh, so, but yeah. <clears throat> I've also seen things about, um, you know, bringing charges against Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> seems odd to me that they would go after Hunter without going after Trump. Um, but. All right. I, I would assume that they just want to kind of get him out. Maybe they'll use this whole COVID thing. Like he's just he can't he can't recover. He's right. just yeah. He's he's now had COVID what three times. He just has continuous COVID. <laughs> he has this new rebound COVID, <laughs> and 
Yeah, who knows? Maybe his doctor is trying to call, uh, you know, Dr. Ryan Cole to find out what he should do to (laughs) (laughs) what kind of therapeutics he should use. Ivermectin. (laughs) Hydroxychloride. (laughs) Hydroxychloroquine. Oh, okay. Yeah, Uh, yeah, so Biden has COVID and... Boy, doesn't it just look so embarrassing? I mean, I know these people have no shame, so they're not embarrassed. But he went for all of last year talking about if you get the vaccine, you won't get sick and you won't have reinfections. And it's just they just don't recognize how embarrassing it is. Yeah, it's going to be a winter of death. Remember, it was the right. It was the (laughs) pandemic of the unvaccinated. And this guy's got more vaccinations than anybody. and He's continuously sick. Yeah. And then, yeah, I don't even know what this stupid Paxlovid is. Yeah, I don't know uh, what that is either. But <clears throat> it just, like, came out of nowhere, I think, when Fauci had it. It was right. just like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> you guys can't come up with anything else? Right, right. Well, our good friend Dick Morris chimed in on <laughs> Joe Biden. All He's right. out with a new book, Trump vs. Hillary, The Rematch. Okay. <laughs> That would just be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> that would be so good. The basic premise is that uh, kind of what we talked about, Biden will be forced out or be told to get out. Then uh, I, I don't know if he thinks Kamala Harris. I think what he's saying is that Biden won't run again. Harris will either be defeated, probably defeated in the Democratic nomination by Hillary Clinton. What the... Obama's and the deep state and the uh, Democratic establishment will make sure that Kamala Harris cannot win the Democratic primary. Hillary steps in, and now Hillary has a nomination and will face Donald Trump in 2024. Yeah, that would just be something. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I I guess she she looked like she was in bad shape in 2016, but I guess compared to these two clowns, it's... uh, (laughs) <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she wouldn't be so bad. Um, yeah, no. I, I don't know. I like I kind of, but you know they keep throwing out people like Buttigieg and right, right. Um, you know, then again, he's also an idiot. So I, I don't know. I guess you got to go to Hillary. <laughs> <laughs> you got to go to Hillary. Oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, she's she's um, she's Rasputin, you know. You just <laughs> she's something. I'll tell you that. Um, <laughs> well, we'll of course stay on top of that. She persisted. That's how she persisted. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> she persisted, and then she led the resistance. She, and then at the end of her uh, of her term, she's going to write a book about her story. <laughs> Wouldn't it be great if Hillary lost again and then she writes another book and goes on a book tour and a listening tour or whatever that's... <laughs> that sells like 16,000 copies. Yeah. So the Somehow the New York media. Times says it's a bestseller though. Yeah, they give her like a $30 million <laughs> contract up front. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> well, speaking of elections, Garrick, we recently had an election in Arizona and in Kansas. In Arizona, the Make America Great candidates won across the board. However, however, Mm -hmm. problems again in Arizona, problems with 
people submitting their ballots, uh, the ballots not being counted properly, um, they don't know how many ballots were sent out, they don't know how many are supposed to be coming back, they're still counting even though the election was Tuesday, today is Friday. <laughs> election week. It's just, it doesn't inspire any confidence that at least in Arizona anything has is, is, is changed. Yeah. Um, and this is the thing, of course, that we've been concerned about. Nobody's really done anything about this in the states that matter. Yeah. Um, I, I think it seems like Kerry would have a pretty good chance at winning the, uh, the election this in, in November. Right. Um, if so, I think Arizona, she would actually get something done and, right. um, you know, she's, she's a star. Um, she would be like a DeSantis type, I would hope. <clears throat> and if that were to happen, you know, you could get Arizona back, but I'm just worried about places like Georgia and Pennsylvania. I don't know that right. you're going to be able to win those back. Okay. Now, uh, Carrie Lake, is she, she has short hair. Yeah. But she's, she's still in the dudes, right? Yeah. And she's I, married. And she, well, I think she's pretty attractive. Yeah. Okay. Just wanted to make sure. Um. <laughs> well, is, we'll see. Is short hair a, a no-no for you? It doesn't have to be, but it does. You know, it's a question. You know, it, it it's well, yeah, it's some women can definitely pull it off. <clears throat> I was gonna. Uh, well, side note, since we bring it up, do you know Sinead O'Connor? Sinead O'Connor, she's an Irish. Uh, singer, she's been around for like 30 years. I'm anti-saw her, maybe. Um, I'm not so sure, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that our listeners know who Sinead O'Connor is. She's pretty well known. And she uh, in 2018 converted to Islam. Oh. Yeah. Uh, you know, she's Irish, she's white. Um, but yeah, she converted to Islam. She's you know liberal and all that. She's been liberal her whole career. And in any case, there's a uh, you know we both finished Peaky Blinders. Mm -hmm. They mm -hmm. were uh, the reason that I was listening to her was that uh, they were playing some of her songs in the uh, final season, like with uh, Ruby's uh, funeral. They oh, okay. the song that was played for that it's very depressing but I was like oh I want to listen to this so I right. saw her on YouTube she's always had like a buzz cut almost always okay. has had a buzz cut because you know she's always been a feminist and she's uh, <clears throat> you know something about the patriarchy and mm -hmm. um, you know expectation of women from men and you know she wanted to go against that Right. Um, and then I saw her in one of the performances. You know, this song's from the 90s. Right. So this, she was young. She, a, a live performance. She had short hair, but not a buzz cut. It was, you know, it was styled, you know, still there, you know, in a feminine way. And she looked beautiful. And I, I was like, boy, what, you know, what a shame. And she... You know, she could have looked like that, but she her politics got in the way, and she shaved, you know, buzzed her hair down, and it it just occurs to me, just 
awful what liberalism does to women. It, <laughs> it turns beautiful women into absolute ugliness. Look at Demi Lovato. I yeah. mean, she was a hot piece of you-know-what. And then uh, she turns into this you know, this whole gender theory crap with they, them, and, right. um, you know, now she's, I guess, back to her and she or whatever, <laughs> or including that. But anyway, now she's all fat and she's got her, you know, hair buzzed down and she, she just looks, she looks terrible. Right. It's just, I hate what liberalism does to beautiful women. <laughs> So anyway, I had to go off on that rant. Yes, thank you for that discussion. Uh, (laughs) Can't can't all be politics. I guess not. (laughs) Well, Carrie uh, Lake from Arizona is not liberal. No, she's she's excellent. So we'll hope that she stays that way. And uh, I would just add to your rant that uh, veganism and vegetarianism also destroys women's looks often. So yeah, they turn into uh, the. You know, they're carb bodies. Yeah, and they they tend to age more. Yeah. So make sure you have a plate of ribs if you're listening. Hmm. Yeah. Garrick, the other election that took place was in Kansas, and kind of a bit of a shock, although when you get into the details, maybe not as much. The uh, Of course, we had the Supreme Court ruling on abortion, Roe v. Wade overturned, so then... Some uh, pro-life activists in Kansas wanted to take the next step, and they wanted to change the Kansas Constitution and basically say that abortion um, is is outlawed, pretty much, with the exception, a couple of exceptions like rape and incest and so forth. Hmm. And it was this expectation, you know, Kansas is conservative and a lot of Republican voters there, so this is going to pass. And when the results came back, it was not great. The voters mm-hmm. said, no, we still want abortion. Uh, it failed 60-40. So uh, what do we say about that? Um, uh, from what I so I saw that the, I, I think it was a, a deceptively worded. It was pro- very poorly worded, yeah. Proposal. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I... I've been in that situation, uh, you know, with ours, you turn it over the ballot and, you know, they give a bunch of, pro- a couple of propositions and you're like, I have no idea what the hell this means. I, <laughs> I, I didn't know what this was about. Right. And I'm, I, I'm more informed than most people, but I'm not, I'm not always all into that local stuff. So I, right. Yeah, because New York is frankly just a fucked place, so <laughs> I never find it very interesting. But um, yeah, so I, I think there's probably that level uh, of that consideration. And um, but you know what, Kansas, I like I texted you, uh, Kathleen Sebelius. She came yeah. from Kansas, and yeah, she was a she's a radical nut job. Mm-hmm. So. Um, yeah, these there are no quote unquote red states. Heck, look at Utah. <laughs> you know, oh, yeah, Mitt Romney. Mitt Romney, and well, it turns out pretty much everyone else there too. <laughs> <laughs> Bunch of weirdos. Yeah, well, you're right. It, if I read the actual thing that was on the ballot, and I didn't really understand it, even if I read it two or three times, I'm like, I don't still don't really understand what this means. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that was a big problem. But the talking heads. You, Tell me if you agree with this. The talking heads had said, well, 
people thought that the referendum outlawed all abortion in all cases. And so that is not the majority or the popular position that people's views on abortion are more in the middle and that any referendum that goes and tries to outlaw abortion entirely will fail at the ballot box. So it's better for the pro-life crowd to say, okay, we're going to ban you know, late-term abortions, third-term trimesters, you know, sort of chip away, start small, and not go for the whole thing all at once. Uh, that sounds like bullshit to me. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> um, not... not uh, yeah, I don't know. In 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 red in what you would call red states, I, I find that very hard to believe. Um, right, that they don't want. I mean, people might want those few exceptions that were discussed, but yeah, they don't want people just for willy nilly going into um, get an abortion at you know. Right. In the first trimester, just because they don't want to, just out of you know birth control, essentially. Right. Um, I I don't I don't buy that at all. I think that I think that the pro life cause is the one thing that seems to be conservative in our culture. Um, so that sounds like the media trying to drive a narrative more than reflect public opinion. Yeah, fair which much. is something that. Uh, uh, Rush Limbaugh always talked about with polls. Oh. <laughs> they're, me- they're meant to drive public opinion, not reflect it. <laughs> Amen to him. Yeah. <laughs> well, he was wise. Well, Garrick, just a quick side note on that since you mentioned polls. Uh, on Twitter and people like the Ben Shapiro crowd and, you know, maybe you're in this group, maybe you're not, but... Uh, you know, they're trying to push the idea that DeSantis should challenge Trump Mm. and that DeSantis should be the nominee of the party. I understand all those arguments, uh, but I have two points to that. Number one, DeSantis has said he's not challenging Donald Trump. He's just not going to risk his political career doing that. And number two, I know polling can be silly and ridiculous and fraudulent, but some of the people like Trafalgar Group who no, they're kind of trust. Good. Yeah, they've argued that a Trump DeSantis ticket would essentially be unbeatable, and that would be the most popular Republican ticket probably in history. Mm. Um, and that the reason that the media and the Twitter crowd is trying to push DeSantis versus Trump is because they're terrified of that ticket, so they want those two to go at each other instead of uniting. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Any thoughts on that? I mean, I know that we've talked about you probably preferred DeSantis to stay in Florida, but then again, if Trump were to win, then he's vice president. He's the next nominee. Um, yeah, I, I mean, first of all, I would prefer that uh, Trump not run again and <laughs> that uh, he throw his weight behind DeSantis because um, we... we if we even do get a chance to get in again, we need to really uh, we need to change things. And I think that he's by far the best Republican in the country. 
Um, he's a, he actually wields his political power to fight back against the cultural the culture war, and we need that. Um, so I I think that that would be good if if Trump does decide to run. I do agree that it's not a good thing for uh, DeSantis to run against him because Trump is going to destroy him. <laughs> uh, right. Yeah, yeah. No, that's not to say that he would. I'm not sure if he would win or not, but he would go after him in, right. the, in the stupid way that he does, and right. then you know, look at what happened to Ted Cruz. He's right. pretty much a nobody now. Right. Uh, <laughs> right. So, I yeah, it wouldn't right. be worth it to me to see that happen. Um, right. So yeah, give it to Trump. I, I, I don't know if uh, I. I think that it would probably be best for him to stay as governor and then run again um, just because uh, I don't want hey I kind of liked Mike Pence and now <laughs> whoops yeah now look at what happened there so again I, I want Trump to just kind of stay with Trump and uh, yeah maybe have uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene or something <laughs> well again this all rumor some people who claim to be connected said the agreement's already been made. Trump is going to run. DeSantis will be the VP. And that in the Oval Office, Trump is going to focus exclusively on trade and foreign policy. And DeSantis will be exclusively domestic policy and staffing. And that's, well, the, that's what Trump wants to do. That's what he's been good on is international trade and foreign policy. And let someone else handle the domestic stuff. Oh, that would be fantastic. I kind of get the feeling that somebody's just telling me what I want to hear. <laughs> <laughs> it may be, but only time will tell, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Speaking of uh, Donald Trump, Garrick, the Democrats impeached him twice, one time when he wasn't even in office, and now there's some talk that the January 6th committee is going to, of course, recommend criminal, re you know, criminal charges and that Merrick Garland, the Attorney General, will indict Donald Trump for insurrection against the United States. <laughs> it's crazy. I think it would have enormous political blowback. It would be a Pandora's box. I don't think they'd be able to close. But, you know, when it comes to the Democrats and Trump, it's not impossible to think that he could be indicted. Yeah, well, uh, <laughs> possibly, you know, they... I know that they would be afraid of him running again. Right. Um, so I, I could see them doing that. Um, and it's not just Democrats, obviously they're Republicans oh, yeah. too, but I'm oh, sure yeah. we'll get to that. Uh, but um, yeah, it's, it seems like a, some, I can't imagine it would go anywhere. Um, I think right. that nobody cares about January 6th. You know, the, when it happened, things were very heated at the time. Uh, there was quite a temperature <laughs> in the in the country. At this point, I don't think anybody actually gives a shit about <laughs> January. Liz oh, Cheney cares. Yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> it'll help with her uh, CNN contract. Or right, something. right. <laughs> um, but it's. Um, yeah, you know, the, the idea that somebody, that simply taking over a building can take over the government. Right. You know, like we've talked about before. Right. That's 
absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> right. Yeah, the the government isn't a building, so. Right. Um, heck, I don't even think that most laws get passed in <laughs> Capitol Hill. They probably uh, yeah. get passed at sex orgies. And yeah. them. It's just yeah. a formality on, yeah. <laughs> at, the, at Capitol Hill. So, um, you know, I, they might do that, especially before the midterms, is what I heard. Um, yeah. And maybe they could tie them up before, you know, so that it's difficult to also run uh, again. But um, I can't imagine that they would amount to anything. Yeah, you know, the the thing is, is kind of what we talked about previously. Let's just say that DeSantis is the better candidate because maybe he doesn't have some of the baggage Trump has or whatever. Well, if you indict Trump and you can prevent him from running in 2024, that means you run against DeSantis. The Democrats really want to run against DeSantis? Yeah, that's a good question. So it's like, why would you indict Trump? If they think Trump is weaker, they wouldn't, they'd prefer to have Trump over DeSantis. Yeah. Um, no, that's a good point. Um, and maybe they won't. Maybe right. they're trying to weigh that risk. Right. I, I would, I mean, this is, of course, depending on what the Republican Party looks like. But if they decide to indict Trump, if it's DeSantis in 2025, in January of 2025, uh, with an attorney general that actually has some balls, I mean, there could be massive <laughs> political retribution. They could say, listen, let's indict the Clinton Foundation, indict the Pelosi's for insider trading, indict Kamala Harris, like we just indict everybody. Yeah, let's release the Ghislaine Maxwell yeah. uh, <laughs> right. island list, yeah. So that's why I don't think they're going to do it, but... Yeah, that, that could be it, yeah. So, of course, if Mitch McConnell's running the Republican Party, they have nothing to worry about, so... Oh, that guy is such a... Oh. What, a what a what a tool. Yeah. As a quick sidebar, we were watching uh, the Mountie versus Coco Beware here, and... <laughs> They have a parrot that comes to the ring for Coco Beware, and Jimmy Hart was just yelling at the parrot. We <laughs> <laughs> can't make this fantastic entertainment. So. Yeah. <laughs> Very low-class people, I'll tell you that. <laughs> and we know how you feel about the wrestling crowd. So. Hey, I was part of it, so... <laughs> Garrick, we just mentioned her, Liz Cheney. She's got her primary coming up in two weeks. She's almost certainly going to get obliterated in Wyoming. But her father, good, our good friend Dick Cheney, comes out of the woodworks after all these years and releases this ridiculous commercial about how Donald Trump's the most dangerous man ever in the republic. <laughs> in 246 years, no one's more dangerous than Donald Trump. Coming from Dick Cheney. <laughs> yeah, a guy that tried to convince us that uh, Al-Qaeda wanted to blow us up at every <laughs> point. Um, yeah, it's, it, it's amazing. Um, Dick Cheney shot someone. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> His friend, yeah. <laughs> I remember, the, I, think it was, I, think, I think it was Jay Leno. He said, uh, ladies and gentlemen, good news. We found weapons of mass destruction. It's Dick Cheney. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, 
you know, depending on who you talk to, maybe Dick Cheney uh, <laughs> actually did 9-11. Uh, <laughs> who knows? I, I'm open to, uh, to suggestions. But, um, yeah, I... Uh, th- this just goes to show you that Bo- the Bushes and the Cheneys and the Romneys and the McCains, they absolutely despise their base. Oh. And, which is really weird because, you know, you think about what the media and the, the Democrats and the leftist activists did to these people while they were in office or while they they were running and it, it's it, it was you know we would defend them we would uh, yeah I don't know they, they it, like how can you how can you side with them over us right um, but they they do hate us mm-hmm. it's important to remember that you know George Bush he he hates us. <laughs> it's, uh, the whole idea of protecting us, you know, after nine eleven, that was never true. It was, it was uh, always to, because um, yeah, they love war. Uh, he was perfectly fine with sending uh, kids into a stupid war and getting them killed, and um, and of course Dick Cheney was as well. But uh, yeah, it's interesting to be lectured on morality from from those people. But it do, it does remind me. Remember that movie Vice? Yes, yes. That was so good. Yeah. <laughs> of it course it was. A, yeah. 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 It was a. Um, you know, of course it was a hit job on Dick Cheney and probably a little bit unfair. But I remember watching and thinking, yeah, I could see this actually being pretty <laughs> accurate. Wasn't there a scene like? They're talking about morals, and Dick Cheney just starts laughing, like, morals? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, Dick Cheney, he was loathed by the left. Hated him with a passion. Mm -hmm. His nickname was Darth Vader. And, uh, of course, now they're trying to use Dick Cheney as a way to get at Trump. It's just rich irony and hilarious. They think that that's actually going to work anyway, but... (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Just Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Well, a couple more topics. We'll wrap it up, Garrick. Alex Jones. My man. <laughs> the only thing, is, I encourage everyone to watch this meme, whatever social media channel you can find it on. He's at his defamation trial, and the prosecutor is trying to act all cocky. Like, you know, Mr. Jones, you said that the government is participating in pedophilia and child trafficking and human kidnapping, and then... <laughs> Alex Jones just has the greatest line ever. <laughs> the greatest line ever. You mean like Jeffrey Epstein and the Clintons? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good uh, good impression. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, this is fantastic. That's all that was yeah, beautiful. He, yeah, he dropped a truth bomb right there. <laughs> uh, Alex Jones... I thought for a while, I mean, to some degree, I still think he maybe is a little out there, but apparently he's extraordinarily popular and has been for a while. Huh. Like he's, I mean, sometimes you think, oh, it's just probably some random people. Like he's a big following. He makes tons of money. There's a lot of people on InfoWars. Huh. Well, maybe I should start paying more attention <laughs> yeah, to it. So. But yeah, he's, uh, 
Uh, everything that he was talking about, you know, 15 years ago has pretty much come true. Right. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's Alex Jones. I don't, do you think, not Rush Limbaugh, but do you sort of see him as kind of almost like the, the next in line, if you will? Like, he's sort of the most, one of the most popular commentators on the right. Um, I don't know. Rush had a quite a following. It'd be hard to be hard to imagine Alex Jones, you know, being on a radio station all over the country. <laughs> That'd be great if he was. Yeah. <laughs> so I, you know, I'm not sure I would go that far, but I think that this uh, pr- this trial is probably only optum. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I know, I'm going to start listening to him more. He's got the, <laughs> one of the best memes ever now, so... Yeah. <laughs> and it's just great because when they show the reactions of the liberal judge and the prosecutor, and then they're like... Oh, <laughs> oh we walked into that one. Yeah. <laughs> so. All right, Garrick. Well, why don't we quickly wrap this up? Uh, let's do this. Uh, the golf. Live golf. What yes. does LIV stand for, by the way? Do we know? I, I don't know. No, I don't think we do. Well, it's funded by the Saudis. Yes. And a lot of golfers, well, at least Greg Norman and DeChambeau and uh, other people have got huge paydays. They're playing. Do you think it's good for golf to have another competitive tour or competitive league? Is it good for the game or does it not matter? Um, so this goes back to uh, a discussion of, I, I've been trying to think about the, you know, it goes back to a discussion of uh, markets, uh, free markets. I don't consider this free market because, um, like you said, it's the Saudis, it's the Saudi royal family mm-hmm. doing this. And they're throwing ridiculous amounts of money at people. They came out this week that they had offered uh, Tiger Woods close to $800 million to be part of it. This was a year ago. This was this is when they didn't even know if he was going to be able to swing a golf club yeah. again. Yeah. <laughs> um, and now they know that he can and that it's probably just not going to go <laughs> where it needs to go anymore. And he's not going to be all that good. But um, so I don't know if that would change anything, but th- that's what they were going to do. Like, I, I don't I don't understand how they make they plan to make money off of this. Um, but, you know, at they're throwing such ridiculous amounts of money. I have to imagine that I, I'm going to say that the point of this is probably, you know, the, Saudi Arabia. Hey, it's a geopolitical adversary to us. Yeah, we we have an understanding, we have a relationship, but it's you know we don't see eye to eye on things, and they of course are probably driven more by um, an Islamic ideology and trying to... And so I guess what I'm getting around to here is that they're probably trying to destroy a cultural institution. A, you know, those, the mm. PGA Tour. That's mm. what I think they're trying to do. Pretty sinister, then. Yeah, uh, yeah. Hmm. 
you know, China gets to do it with films and and uh, basketball and right. well, I guess I suppose everything else really. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, it's it's the PGA Tour golf. It's a popular thing in in our country, and yeah, I could see it just being a way of destroying destroying that institution. Hmm. Yeah, I hadn't considered that. Well. I don't know if it'll work. So right. far, it looks like it could because mm-hmm. they've got some pretty big players to oh, go right. there. Right. Um, and it was held at Donald Trump's golf course. Yeah, and Donald Trump's in favor of it. He really doesn't like the PGA Tour. No. <laughs> well, of course, he had his famous war with the NFL back in the day. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, do you imagine if the Saudis actually spent all that money on like advancing their own people? It wouldn't be worth it to them. Nah, they're all <laughs> barbarians, and we know it. Yeah. Uh, interesting enough, the Saudis also are into professional wrestling. They've given WWE over a billion dollars, and WWE's had some events in Saudi Arabia. Huh. I'm not sure if they're trying to destroy that institution, but they may not have much luck with the <laughs> that crowd. But <laughs> be, yeah, be, yeah. I mean, what could they do that would destroy? It? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Maybe they would try, have to add some value to it. <laughs> oh, Garrett taking another knife to the wrestling crowd. <laughs> well, I just think that they look like a bunch of uh, trailer trash. <laughs> that, that would, you know, cheer on somebody eating a shit sandwich. <laughs> oh, oh, man. They look like disgusting people to me. <laughs> Well, and you watch it still, right? I occasionally, yeah. <laughs> watch, yeah. So you're just saying I'm a disgusting person, Garrick? You're the exception. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. That's too much. Well, <laughs> maybe they're the ones that kicked out uh, Vince McMahon. Yeah, maybe. I don't think the Saudis are too worried about sleeping around, though. I don't think that's their big they, Saudi royal family. They have plenty of mistresses. Yeah, and I, I didn't think the WWE cared about it either, but apparently they do. Apparently the rumor is that a lot they were going to lose their sponsors, and so Vince didn't want to hurt the company, so that's why he left. But, oh, okay. So, it all comes down to money. Hmm. Uh, Garrick, let's end with this. We could talk about Nancy Pelosi, but I prefer not to. She's doing mm-hmm. stupid things in Taiwan, and she's a criminal. Yeah. But let's end with this. Trump said that we we have never gotten to the bottom of 9/11. Yeah. So that during his uh during uh the live golf tournament at right. his uh golf course in Bedminster, right, funded by the Saudis. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> Alex Jones was of course probably an inside job. Um I'm assuming that if Trump wanted to find out, I don't know if he ever did, but even if he wanted to get classified stuff leaked, they probably wouldn't show it to him or give it to him. Uh, they might not give it to any president, certainly not a Republican president. But, you know, there is sort of a fair point, right? The Saudi 19 of the hijackers were from Saudi Arabia, and we ended up attacking Iraq. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. Yeah, yeah that, that comment didn't get as much coverage as I would have thought. I, I think that that's pretty amazing that, um, you know, a president... Former president post nine eleven, 
Right. Says that we haven't gotten to the bottom of it when I thought that the settled narrative is that, uh, you know, like you said, 15 of the 19 hijackers right. were from Saudi Arabia. And um, I, I guess, you know, we, we're going to overlook that because of oil and all that. And, right. um, you know, Bush is going to hold the hand of the <laughs> yeah. uh, king and the rock garden, but, uh, you know, that, that, um, the fact that a president, I, I have to believe that he knows something, and I find that very strange that he would just kind of throw that out there, um, and I think it deserves a follow-up question, (laughs) (laughs) like, what? Sir, what do you mean by that? <laughs> Are yeah. you suggesting that this was an inside job? Right. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. It just it rubbed me the wrong... Yeah. Well, I wouldn't say the wrong way. It, it piqued my interest. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it could be Dick Cheney all along. could be the Bush family. My feeling is it probably was something along the lines of they maybe they maybe they didn't know the day of the attack, but they knew it was coming and they didn't do much or they uh, like certain information that was always withheld that just shows their general incompetence. Yeah, um, I you know in Judge Napolitano's uh, book, one of his books, um, he talked about Pearl Harbor and how. Uh, FDR was well aware of that yeah. attack, and but he needed to get get be given an excuse to enter the war. Right. So he allowed it to happen. Um, yeah. Yeah. Whether or not you believe that, but of course now I'm starting to think that some of these conspiracies are correct. Right. Uh, <laughs> so you know I, I'm I'm open to possibilities. Um, yeah. 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 It, uh, I don't know. I, I'd like to. I sounds. I made it sound like he had something that he wanted to say about it, and that's that's all that, he did. I do remember when Trump was first running in 2015. He said that he stepped outside of Trump Towers and he saw the Palestinians dancing on the yeah. top of the building. I don't know if that's actually true, but maybe it was. I don't know. I I think it was one of those things that they said. Well, that's bullshit. Nobody did that. And then, like, they showed coverage of somebody. I think it was maybe even in New Jersey. You could see oh. uh, Muslims doing that. It's like, huh, so the media fucking lied again. Yeah. Well, yeah. At this point, you probably should just believe Trump and not the media. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so. All right. Well, we made it 55 minutes, covered a whole bunch of stuff. Let us know what you think. Give us some comments. We'll get back to you. And Garrick, any final words? Uh, no. Uh, avoid monkeypox. No. Stay away from the gay orgies. Right. Don't be like the typical straight person and dabble in gay sex. Exactly. <laughs> Stick to the uh, pegging. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I might have some gastrolic reflux after that. I tell no, you. I'm sure you won't. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks, that's it off. See you next time.